Welcome to the Whiskey Congress. Honest, open talk dedicated to speaking the truth to those who are open to hearing it. Black, white, right, left. Most importantly, honest, bold, and fueled by good whiskey. In Whiskey Veritas, we are Whiskey Congress. Join the evolution. Whiskey Congress is back in session. I am joined again by John Armstrong. Back-to-back weeks, my friend. How you doing? I am well. How are you? I'm, I'm doing well. Uh, a little shitty weather today, but uh, no one here wants us to talk about the weather in Cleveland, so we won't. Um, what I do want to talk about... It's it snowing. It's snowing, and everyone's so fucking sick of it at this point. It's it's just funny how... Well, they, we didn't have a winter, and then... We, and then we did. Two days <laughs> spring. before spring, winter's like, uh, excuse me. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, so... There, Donald Trump tweeted, or sorry, put on Truth Social, that he's going to get arrested on Tuesday. I can't imagine he would put that out there unless it was true. I don't know if arresting a former president is a good idea or a bad idea. I think that, but it's clear to me he's doing what, what you would expect of someone of his uh, character. He's basically trying to rile up his base and saying, don't let this happen to me because I'm your supreme leader. He didn't use those words, but he might as well have. Yeah, I it's mean, the it, loudest dog whistle. Right. Since um, their last loud dog whistle, basically. Well, so I I think we talked about this a bit last week, but I can be put into a rage by people dismissing January 6th. I, I've, that day bothered me so much. My, my cousin, who's very right-wing, but kind of... A head in the sand right winger, like he knows he's conservative because he's for family values, but he votes for Trump. Well, we've so, talked about this. Most of them, if you, there's got to be a lot of cognitive dissonance to kind of toe that line. He called me on January sixth, not knowing what happened, and just walked into a buzzsaw. I started cussing him out, cussing Trump out, and and so I see this, and it just makes me angry over again. I don't envision. No, first of all, I'm not going to hurt my arm, pat myself on the back here, but right before January sixth, I said I feared. Significant, significant violence, and I was basically uh, dismissed for that fear. And then a week after, I was like, okay, maybe you had a point. I don't see that happening here. Why is that? Because I don't think they're as organized. I don't think they have as... Where are they going to go? <laughs> I mean, people will... I'm not saying bad things won't happen. I'm saying there won't be a large congregation that attacks a building or has any kind of organization to it. Here's what I think could happen. Um, so this isn't the federal thing. I believe this is the New York case, right? Correct. Yeah, because... Uh, Basically, the federal government has been pathetic, and uh, Trump has, I mean, tried to go to jail for years, and, and they're just like, but you're rich and white, we, well, what do we do? So, it's funny that the prosecutor in New York was a black woman for a while. Right. So, uh, uh, Her last just, name's James, uh, Renita James or something like that? Yeah, yeah, but it was, uh, and I don't think, listeners, she, that this this is happening because it's a black woman. I do think it's the difference with states and how, uh, you know, you can actually pursue the law and and get something going. I think more on, on the federal level, there's so much um, back-scratching and favors and all this other stuff, and it's just so many ways to jam up the system with loopholes. Not that you can't do it on the state level, because, again, he still hasn't got arrested, but it was rumored, and they were talking on a lot of the political shows that this was going to happen. So Trump, I think, is getting ahead of it. I'm sure they probably talked to his lawyers, because that's the thing. They're trying to negotiate how we're going to do this. I'm sure they're not going to perp walk him out in cuffs, but I'm sure his lawyers are probably have been talked to and, like, you know, basically surrender yourself. But this is the type of person who's not going to do that, and he's going to force confrontation. So if his uh, sycophants can find out where he is, then this, over time, can become a standoff, and I see that happening. You know what I mean? If if Because this is all going to be a circus, and then if you have on the news, you know, Fox is outside Mar-a-Lago, or he's at Trump Tower in New York, and... He's in, but he refuses to come down, and the police are there because that's that that is the thing they're not gonna they're not gonna bust in on him. They're not gonna drag him out, and if he is stubborn enough, which he has proven to be, then that shit show can start. But I'm sure they're they hopefully they're smart enough to have thought about that too. Oh, I'm sorry, you're about to. No, say no, something. go ahead. Good. 
Again, I just don't see there being an organizing principle behind this. Like last time on January 6th. Well, that was wasn't that organized either. If they actually knew. that the, the only thing that has saved us at every step are these people are fucking retarded. Even the people who stormed the thing as organized as that was. So let's, well, let's go down to the Capitol. It's still, they didn't. What were they going to do once they got there? It was so many. That's why once they got in there, they were just walking around. The one guy's on Pelosi's desk. They took some stuff. But. There wasn't a very clear, concentrated, you know, it was like a virgin fucking. We're, we just want to get in. Like, we don't know <laughs> what we're doing once we get in there. But, and of course, yes, uh, Congress, they were barricaded in the, um, in the basement or whatever. You had the security and things like that. So you, it was very barbarians at the gate, you know what I mean? But uh, there was a large percentage of the people there who were literally just the pawns and the bodies and they just wanted to be there, the people who were either taking pictures or smearing shit on the walls. And that is what we were talking about last time, what Tucker Carlson was pointing out. It was video of people just walking around like that. You know what I mean? That said, you're still trespassing. I mean, right, well... We, we did that analogy before. You know, if, if somebody broke in here and then... But uh, her, their friends that were with them were just walking around and taking pictures. That don't, that don't mean shit. You're still you're an accessory after the fact, and you're trespassing. So. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I give no pass to any of them. And Tucker Carlson's thing with, here's a picture of stuff that's not awful. Doesn't mean, like, I think I may have said this on the show last week. If I didn't, I meant to. But if I show pictures of O.J. Simpson running a football, that doesn't mean he didn't yeah, murder two yeah. people. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I don't see it being a mass charge thing. Think, think of the logistics of this, though, for the Secret Service. Because the Secret Service is still protecting Trump. So oh, a bunch yeah. of armed clowns want to get around him. What do they do? And, and, they're, and they're on this side. You know what I mean? Now, that, that's the thing. I don't know if they, could, if they can order a stand down, especially if this is state versus federal. You know, because federal, uh, for lack well, of a better word, trumps that. You know what I mean? I don't know how much rights he has. Because that, that's the other thing. And the other reason I'm sure... Well, I, I would hope that they're treading lightly. I mean, I I would I think they should have just arrested him. But the the thing that anybody with half a brain knows that everything is precedent, and the Republicans ever since Newt Gingrich have just been trying to arrest and kill every Democratic president. So if we if they can get him arrested, then uh, every Democrat. Like, they're going to find their... But they already were trying to find ways to uh, impeach Biden. The only reason that they couldn't, again, because the shit that they... They're just so stupid. <laughs> if, yeah. we, if, we get, if we get a Republican that has a brain, we are fucked. You know what I mean? Ron DeSantis has somewhat of a brain. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and uh, we're, we're going to get to that later, but he's already implementing things in Florida that are going to have material consequence and not just be red meat that's thrown out at people. You know what I mean? So. I mean, he's been playing the culture war for a while. I have generally, um, I mean, uh, credit uh, Steve was one of the very early people to call out DeSantis for not being a dumbass. The guy went to Yale and Harvard and was in the JAG Corps. Now, stuff has come out, and while I never liked the guy's politics, I didn't realize what a superficial douche he was until fairly recently. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's, so... And, was, and they, they say he worked at... Uh, Guantanamo. He oversaw a lot I, of torture I, there. Yeah, probably. Um, well, anyway, back, getting back to the Trump arrest thing, I don't know what the right thing to do here is. Um, I think you're probably right. They reach out to his lawyers because when you're dealing with this kind of crime, they don't typically use a battering ram. And, yeah, and, well, rich and, people, they, they just, you know, what time are you going to come and surrender? You know what I mean? The problem is, like we said, it's his ego. Well... And that, all right, now you're making me rethink this, and that could be where the confrontation And happens. that's what I'm saying. If right. he hunkers down... And, or if he just says, I'll be in this courtroom at this time, and you have to rely on court security and bailiffs to stop a mob, that's not going to go well. That's what I'm saying. All right. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you're talking me out of my own... And it could... It could the, one of the things I just thought about, though, as we're talking about this, and again, this is, this is given... <laughs> The Democrats credit if they have half a brain. Maybe one of the reasons that the federal uh, is still getting investigated, but it's obviously toothless. And maybe the one of the reasons that they're doing this on the state level is to the point I was trying to make earlier. If you set precedent with this on the federal level, then they're go you know oh, yeah. they go they go go for 
hedge. So if this only goes through on the state level, that, that will still set, it won't be precedent at the federal level, and you would have to do something at a state level. You know what I mean? Sure. So, so in a way, as, as, as um, soft as it appears how you're going state instead of federal, that might be the stronger way to go and have a, a stronger um, uh, weight to it just because you can't uh, it can't be used against you in the future. It, it would be harder to find a state that would that would be able to do that. I mean at, at best maybe your Florida or your Texas, but uh, still uh, states are um, all uh, all these states are mixed up. All these red states have blue cities. So well, and there, there's it's not going to be as cut as dry. A couple things I would say: the feds in particular, but any big uh, prosecutorial organization when dealing, especially with a high-profile case, they don't want to do shit unless it's a slam dunk. Right, exactly. And so yeah, because they, yeah, they prosecution rate, they want to keep right. that over that 90%. And, and so... You really, know, I, I think they're, what, 95, 97? It's real I know high. The FBI and shit like that, they're, they're really high, yeah. Yeah, because, and again, with high-profile stuff especially, they don't want to arrest Trump and then go, oh, shit, we didn't have anything, yeah. oops. Um, but interestingly, also to your point, this being a state offense... It's not going to resolve itself in a few months. No, not if at all. If he's prosecuted in New York State, the president can't pardon him. Yeah. So if he can't, so he, I mean, whenever a president says, can I pardon myself, which Trump did ask that question and was recorded as having asked that question, that says quite a bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I, 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 I always tell people with this Trump stuff, how everybody always like whatever he says, it's, you know, it's the turn of the corner. I'm still at him coming down those goddamn escalator steps saying Mexicans are coming to rape and murder you. The fact that everybody just heard that and was like, wow, he's got a point. I was just like, what the fuck? What, what in the quiet part out loud are we going? So everything after that was just subsequential to me. Like, I, I expected the rest of that shit. Just, just he said, and, and to his point, and this is what abusers and manipulators do. Like, you set a tone. You know sure. what I mean? You set a tone, and this is a precedent, and this is how it'll be, and how psychologists talk about love bombing, how he does with his, with his followers. It's more like just, you know, pumping them up and doing these rallies and things like that. It's very uh, calculated, and it's, uh, uh, again, like, uh, he, he is stupid, but he does have a, a very high emotional IQ. He can read people. He knows people. He knows how to manipulate people, and he just so happens... To be a rich white guy in a capitalistic system that that right. prefers that, you know yeah. what I mean? Well, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what happens. And and so former Vice President Mike Pence chimed in, <laughs> and he said that it would be purely a political yes. thing, whatever. Cuck of the year <laughs> again. Well, you know, so you said you know what they didn't know what to do when they got there into the Capitol. I'm rewinding to January sixth. I pose that question to right-wingers all the time. Like, if they'd gotten their hands on Nancy Pelosi, what do you think they would have done? And people say, nothing. I'm like, you are full of shit. They would have murdered her. Yeah. And they were saying they wanted to hang Mike Pence. I mean, they were chanting those words. They yeah, had a gallows. They, they went, yeah, they, they went, yeah. With a they, had the tool, whatever, yeah. They, had, they had the They had the tools, they had the uh, desire, and Mike Pence literally was on the phone with Nancy Pelosi, and she was begging him to stay safe. So... It was kind of a moment of humanity creeping out, but now here's Pence. Cuck of the year is definitely the uh, the yeah. title you can grant the guy because. And, and to the point, what we were talking about before with uh, all, everything coming out with Fox News, how they just admitted because of that uh, that case uh, with the what was the name of the voting company that um, Dominion Dominion that sued them. They had to admit that you know this is propaganda. We don't really believe this. We right. know just it's 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 all a grift. And they and they all know it, but I think this is part of what Pence is doing too. He knows that those people will go kill him, but they have to play to that base. Well, like here's that, the thing: that, does, does he have a base? I don't think. No, he does. no, he okay. doesn't. Because the sad part about him is everyone knows that he's gay, and I don't. I, I know gayness doesn't I, make no, you. No, it doesn't. That, but when you're a self-loathing gay guy who's anti-gay, that's exactly, a different thing. Exactly. Exactly. So, and even outside of that, if you want to be like one of those people who just he's just a nice man and blah blah blah, if you even want to go that way, he doesn't have that alpha quality that. Uh, Republicans or even Democrats, for that matter, look for, and he doesn't have any charisma either. He's just, it's, it's, he's a sad, sad he, man. He, I agree. He's, he is the ultimate on the surface. He's the ultimate 
white bread Midwestern yes, white Indiana guy. And, 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 yeah, Indiana and Christian. At the same time, he's a self-loathing gay man yeah. who happens to have a political figure in his state who is openly gay, who I think knows some dirt. On, I think Pete Buttigieg and Pence have probably... Buttigieg cr- is Michigan, though. Pence is no, Indiana. Uh, Buttigieg is, uh, was mayor of South Bend, Indiana. Oh, fuck. I always... <laughs> I always look at that as Michigan. Yeah, it's it's not far. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but um, yeah, I think that they probably know someone who knows someone who knows something firsthand. Oh, I've speculated yeah, for that sure. for years. But and the thing is, they they said that's actually pretty common in um, it was a documentary I saw years ago, but that's pretty common in Washington just because of the nature of the beast. It's uh, you have to be on constantly. It's it doesn't favor you to have a family. You know what I mean? And sure. so that's why a lot of gay men work in politics yeah, and in D.C. That besides the fact that statistically gay men uh, are more educated, they tend to um, make more. So, I mean, statistically, you'll funnel into these type of jobs. And then you couple that into people's worldview. If uh, political, you already have to be this, uh, have this clean avatar. And that's even if you're straight. If you have the type of ideology that's against being gay, then you have to hide that. And it, so it's just it's a whole shitstorm of what right. the fuck are we doing? No, I, I, <laughs> like, I, I, to some degree, I genuinely feel sympathy towards Mike Pence because it must be tough to be in denial of who you are. Yeah. And I, mean, I used to do a stand-up bit about Mike Pence being gay and someone saying he wants gay men hung. I'm like, oh, he wants them hung already. Right? Yeah, I remember that okay. one. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, but it, that, yeah, that's very true. That One of my pushbacks against that, though, is like I, I can't talk to... That with not being gay, but at the same time, it is 2023. It's not exactly a utopia, but you can exist. Yeah. Gay, I mean, and the only people who are making it bad are people like you. Meaning Mike Pence. But like, like, okay. no, no. <laughs> like you, Jim. No. no, no, but the only people making it bad, yeah, are people like yeah. Mike Pence. You yeah. know, it's like, it's like you're literally, you and your friends are literally in the way. I really wish they would go in a room somewhere and talk about, like, gayness maybe get the libertarians in there like okay dudes like this you used to be able to persecute in fact destroy someone's career by exposing them for being gay yeah gay has now become accepted now everyone knows a gay person when when you know someone in a group it's a lot tougher to throw hate their way yeah so it's it's harder to make them the other because they're essentially not right and that's where the Republicans shifted to let's go after trans people because we can't do the gay thing anymore. So yeah, trans and and they've done such a great job of hate mongering and fear mongering. You know these, uh, you know, drag queen story hours are trying to groom your kids. I'm like, oh my god, this whole thing that that whole political football with trans and in the uh, and to your point of the drag shows and shit like that because the thing. The what where the right, um, I mean, they've been pushed into this corner because, like you said, you can't really rail against like uh, gayness or, or racial stuff or stuff like that. So this is the easiest now in the culture war, and you can get people on your side who are not necessarily identify as conservative because trans is new and it does come across as weird and different to people, and that's the same with drag shows. I, in my in my opinion, and I found this uh, with black issues. Is some of the things that we fight for and and trying to preserve uh, integrity on our argument, we just waste um, we waste political capital doing that. Like arguing for kids to be able to be at drag shows, uh, I don't think it's overtly bad, but I do think there's something there, which is why Republicans exploit that loophole because you take the dragness out of it. If it was a dude in a G-string, I mean, like, why, is my, why are my kids here? You know what I mean? Or if it was a woman in a G-string, why are my kids here? So I do get that uh, adult element to certain things. And, uh, again, this has happened in black circles, not, like, with salacious sexual things, but, like, you don't always have to impose yourself on the other people to show how... Uh, they have a lack of empathy or how they don't accept you. They don't accept you regardless. So you imposing yourself on them is, uh, yeah, you can prove them right and you can see their bias, but also it can come across as aggressive to people on the sidelines who maybe 
could sway your way, but this type of tactic still looks like, what are you doing? And I don't want to say that being drag is a tactic or nothing like that. I'm right. not going down the road like that. I'm just saying certain heels, I don't think that we should die on. You can still support LGBTQ rights and things like that without having to check everybody. Because that's the other thing. These people aren't a monolith. It's not like every gay or trans person is, is checking off on this either. You know, there's a ton of gay Republicans, dude. Yeah. Like, hey, so we've talked about that too on this show. Like, like I, I'd be, I'd be convinced if it's fifty fifty. Yeah, I, 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 I'd be. You I know what I mean? I think that's a pretty big because they're, 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 they're again. These are people who tend to make more. You tend to be uh, more conservative. Oh, the you're more saying money you make. Gay, you're saying gay Republican. You're not saying fifty percent of Republicans are gay. You're saying fifty percent of gays are Republicans. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Sorry, I was, that's why I was like, wait a minute, I don't. Um, no, that's true. I know a, lot, a fair number of gay Republicans. It's mostly driven by financial. Like that, that, the that, Democrats that, are going to tax me and blah, blah, blah. That, That's what I mean. These tend to be. These are a lot of single guys. Again, that's a libertarian thing. A lot of single white guys. You know what I mean? And even uh, I, and that's one of the shames that happens too. That I don't think people on the left realize either is our own sexism of how we approach this. Because when we talk about gayness, we tend to talk about men. When we sure. talk about transness, we talk about women, but they're trans women who were born men. You know what I mean? Sure. Women get lo- left in the in in this in this argument, um, even though we're trying to empower people. And I think part of it is to our sexism of still only acknowledging the guy part, and then the homophobia on some guys end like ew, guys kissing because every man has watched lesbian porn. <laughs> I mean, we we don't like the real lesbians who you know with the pickup trucks and the plaid shirts. You don't like them. We like the fake ones on Pornhub. But still, every man has watched some lesbian porn. So it's it's still just it's still very very just compartmentalized just. Uh, just picky rage. Well, right, stuff. because no man is afraid of a lesbian doing anything to him, but they are. They have this thing that if exactly, you're gay, you're trying to fuck you. me. Exactly. And, thank and, you. And I, knowing a lot of gay people, you know, it's just dumb. Yeah. <laughs> like the idea that just because someone had, I did. You true story. I had a gay guy hitting on me aggressively once. <laughs> ago. I mean, he was drunk. Um, he was probably high on something because he was, he was being treated for cancer in Columbus. And this guy just would not pump the brakes. He just kept coming at me, kept coming at me. I'm like, dude, sorry, not, not my job. Let's go play pool. I'm like, dude, I'm not going to play pool with you. And I jokingly said, now I know what it's like uh, when I'm drunk and hitting on a girl in a bar. I'm sure there's a lesson yeah. there somewhere. Ah, it'll come to me later. But it's true. I was just about to say that. I used to have a joke like that too. And if anything, to your point, this could be a teachable moment to men about how we approach women because I've had that too like gay guys a lot not all gay guys and no, not 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 most a- but every if you've been around gay guys you 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 will have that aggressive guy that'll hit on you and you have to you know be like no I, I don't do and that but but have some self-reflection and like now you know how it feels to be like yeah and men bitch about women about how they can be mean and standoffish, but if you're dealing with that level of aggression of somebody literally trying to fuck you all the time, yeah. like it, it something I cannot relate to. I'm yeah, sorry to say, neither can I. <laughs> Not even with the person who's with me. <laughs> like, like I, I, once you're used to that, uh, but we're going off yeah, on a yeah, tangent. I'm, I'm not. Fine. I'm not trying to uh, put um, gay men into this uh, under a microscope to where like they're these sexual predator types. No, I'm just. I'm just saying. Even if you come across somebody who happens to be gay who's aggressive, that's not indicative of all those people. But still, know that that is a man thing that all men do. It's not a gay thing. It's right, a man right, thing. Right. Right. <laughs> and, and and but the reason that there's that difference of why is there so much aggression towards gay men? It's because men are afraid. Oh, this now this is me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what a lot of that that's what a lot of this comes from. A lot of um a lot of just disagreement and things in this country is just people their fear of being dominated by the other. Yeah. 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 All right, I want to jump to DeSantis here because you mentioned him um banning you basically going full uh full fascist in Florida. Yes, sir. All right, so I know you said something about him trying to ban black sororities. I didn't know anything so, about this. So here's what's happening. He already did the thing of uh, he uh, of, of trying to... Uh, the, the legislation just moved forward. So, I mean, if it gets to his desk, it's a done deal. But um, so African-American studies, they, they don't want that. Now the newest thing, they're uh, 
there are, of course, queer studies, and there's this queer, right. queer theory, like racial, uh, like critical race theory, which anything that sounds complicated like that is just scares Republicans. But on the other side of it, Democrats have this shitty, the shittiest messaging ever. You know, you can have something like, you know, let's not have poor kids, and they'd call it, uh, you know, critically arresting yep. richness from it was like will you all stop scaring these fucking retards in the south right? they already don't read <laughs> your words are right. I'm, I'm just but, playing but, people no, in the south. I, I know but but, but, but we, we all know democrats suck at messaging you know yeah, what I, mean? I mean i mean i won't even put black lives matter in the category as things like defund the police yeah, you know, you, you use that well, expression. Black Lives Matter is the most benign statement, and the fact that that made people—you literally—it wasn't—it wasn't. We used to even have like a Black Power and all this other shit, right. and it just—it got tamped all the way down to like I matter. No, you fucking know. Like, right. Well, I mean, the, the knee-jerk reaction to Black Lives Matter means white lives don't matter. It's like uh, shut the fuck up. Um, but yeah, Democrats suck at messaging. So and bad. They'll, and they'll they'll botch this as well. But, this, but, but back to DeSantis and, and okay. So yeah. So uh, wanted to ban uh, African American studies. Now uh, it's a whole thing about Jewish studies and just basically anything that doesn't fall under your basic milk toast America Protestant whiteness. So, so and whitewashing then, history, basically. And so the way it gets into sororities is um, the language. It's vague enough. To where anything that's racially specific would be viewed as being, um, uh, I guess, extra or outside of the norm and something that's, um, uh, I, the, the word escapes me, but uh, something that's extra, that's rogue, that, okay. doesn't, that doesn't go with the, the, the regular curri- curriculum of what we're trying to do. So, so basically, uh, you know, if you got a sorority that, that is, uh, you know, on paper, a black sorority, the black black Greek sororities, and all these that you'll see at all these colleges, now it'll be uh, basically outlaw because it's 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 that it's this whole uh, argument that conservatives has had for years. Anytime that uh, black people would try to advance rights, because we'd be denied the right to be into the main group. You can't go to this school. You can't live in this neighborhood. You can't do this or that and the other. So. We find a way and we'll do something. Okay, we'll make our own thing over here. Well, then when you make your thing over here, then the people will sue like, hey, you can't have an all-black something. This is America and we're all together. And you are being discriminatory and you are being the segregationist now. So it's that same tactic of uh, you're damned if you do and damned if you don't. You can't be in our in-group. And if you make your out-group, then we're going to dissolve your your little out-group because we're all the same. Now get away from me. <laughs> well, well, I mean, the ultimate example was the Tulsa massacre. We, yeah. You know, I mean, that was... But the there, was of- a, there was over a hundred like that. There, 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 was, there were so many more. Uh, the, the famous one in Florida, Rosewood. Like right. they like they were there were so many like that. That were those were just the ones that were highlighted. I always remind people to this day, there's sundown towns in most states, Ohio included, where you you literally can't be there if you're black. It's not like codified in the law, but you're not gonna nothing's gonna happen. There's a case right now in uh I believe it's either Mississippi or Louisiana. It's Mississippi, this uh Young black boy, one of his last texts to his parents was, I'm being followed. I saw that, yeah. And uh, they found his dismembered body. And then the police are like, well, it's, uh, he yeah, just the, died. Yeah, <laughs> there's no no foul play detected. Like, it's tough to dismember yeah. yourself. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and uh, so the family is trying to push for that. But there's still a high amounts of that, that basically on paper equal terrorism. To people, you know what I mean. So there, there, there's so many uh, ways that we have just let a lot of um, just pockets of this country still remain fascist towards <laughs> black people. Yeah. Well, you know, it's kind of bringing things back to Trump and the quiet part out loud. <laughs> For a long time, the trend was, you know, racial bias and 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 discrimination and hatred were considered things you didn't want to broadcast. And Trump made it hip to broadcast that, to yeah, hip to be yeah. that guy. And now the I'm air quoting the oppressed white guy has 
feels like he has a champion for him. Yeah. And, you know, finally, someone's saying what I want to say. I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, but it's not great that you want to say it. So, yeah. But, um, well, I... DeSantis versus Trump is going to be interesting because they're chomping at each other. Trump's yeah. already breaking out the nicknames, which, by the way, the fact that we have a former president who is potentially running again, who is declared to be running again, is calling Rick DeSantis, Ron DeSantis, sorry, Ron DeSantis, Tiny D. Yeah. Is, the Ron DeSantis didn't stick. That, that didn't stick, but at least that had a level of, like, telling the, you're calling another guy for another small dick is basically what you're saying. Calling him Tiny D. A president of the United States should not be going. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, well, well, but uh, again, escalator. Mexicans are coming to kill you. He, he's been a piece of shit. Like, this yeah. is just indicative of how he is. But, yes, the Ron DeSantis Trump thing is uh, the one of the silver linings is they could... Um, they could uh, Ross Perot, George Bush, each other, and that'd be fun to see. It, it, I mean, it only, wouldn't get to that because the they, the it'd be a primary. You wouldn't have both of them at the at the uh, at the level of presidential election, but still, it's going to be some damage done because there there are some Trump people that are still dug in who don't like DeSantis, uh, but there are some people who are like all of your Tucker Carlson's and your all, all your people who know that this is a grifter and like, okay, we have to move on to a new grifter. We never liked Trump, but once he got in, we were behind him. We do like a lot of the tax stuff that he did. We do like the fact that he said a lot of stuff that we were thinking for a long time, but he's just too stupid to steer the ship, so we're going to go to... So it's those two wings, and they're going to go at it. And, that, and the Trump wing is a little more dangerous, I guess, because they... They believe that shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, I mean, uh, you know, when you're in the cult, you're in the cult. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah. questioning the glorious leader is something you just don't do. Those but, are the shower uppers. If they're going to be shower uppers at the Trump thing, yeah. That it's, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's 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 going to be that mentality. Because, again, uh, your, your Tucker Carlson types... They'll say it all out loud, but when the door is closed, they're like, "What the fuck are we doing?" You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, I mean, the Dominion lawsuit exposed that behind closed doors, they were like, "Oh God!" And it's funny to me that and not the, just not liking them, they hate them. No, they hate them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, they hate them. Guts. Hilarious. And, too. And, and and I mean, I'm offering no sympathy to any of those cocksuckers because what they do is terrible for the country and the world. But yet. I do know what it's like to hate your job. <laughs> and I can only yes. imagine what it's like. Like every day you're putting your face on TV, you're saying shit, and you know you're just spinning plates and, 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 and spewing bullshit. Yeah. It's gotta be a tough. I mean, I drink too much as it is. You know what, how much I would drink if I, I would yeah. be hammered on air? John Stewart I just had hide it. <laughs> John Stewart just had this interview where he was talking about going to Fox News and talking to Roger Ailes and how, uh, I forgot what movie he described it, but how all the workers, uh, I don't know if it was Willy Wonka from the Chocolate Factory, some, okay. some, some movie of like how all the workers, as he's walking through the halls and they're like peeking their head above the cubicles and it kind of like, you know, exposed, like, take me with you, like, get us out of this, <laughs> this factory of shit, you know what I mean? Like, just saying that even, to your point, even the people who are making the donuts, they realize that these donuts they're making are killing people, yeah. but this is the job. And and back to my constant drum beating of fuck capitalism, capitalism incentivizes the worst in people. We are all part of this machine that that is, uh, in the short and long term of it, is detrimental to most of us, except for the 1% of us who get the money all funneled up. And it's still detrimental to them because they got to live on this planet that's dying too. They just have enough money that, you know, they'll be a little more cushioned from I, all the bullshit. I've heard a few people say this, and I think it's largely um, uh, a joke, but to some degree not. Like, why are all these rich guys trying to find ways to get into space? Yeah. <laughs> Is it because they know at some point they're going to have to get the fuck out of here? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Well, maybe it's just a, it's you know, maybe it's just a giant, uh, you know, look at me thing. Well, but. yeah, that that is more of a dick measuring contest because space is uh, space is a lot of people don't realize is is it's it's so hard to, I mean, it's hard to get there, let alone like radiation, Van Allen belts, and uh, just fuel and just and what, what, where are you, where are you going? What, because <laughs> what zero or even low gravity does to the human body, like you just. 
there's no amount of money that's going to help you beyond a year in space. And even a year would be a miracle. <laughs> you know, right. you, you turn into a, a piece of spaghetti. So yeah. Well, anyway, that's just goofing yeah. around spaghetti. You mentioned um, uh, Joe Biden authorizing drilling in the Arctic. Yeah. So is this a capitalism thing? <laughs> well, no, this went against one of his campaign things. When he campaigned, he was talking about he's, uh, you know, I'm all about the renewal, re- renewals and uh, I, I'm not going to do any more uh, drilling in the Arctic and all this. And um, I forgot what this particular bill was called, but of course, he just signed it and gave uh, the rights to do that uh, last week. And a lot of people are just, you know, this is further showing how just the corporatism in all of government, but particularly with Democrats who always do this rah-rah, we're man of the people and let's go green and blah, blah, blah. But then behind the scenes, it's still just the status quo. And we are to the point now where this is, I mean, all this, it's kind of like the Trump thing. All the smart people know that, I mean, we're going to go through it now. We're, we're kind of, you know, the dominoes have started to fall with the climate change thing. You know what I mean? Sure. And and every model that scientists had were con- way too conservative. Things are happening way quicker than people thought they were. So even if we stopped everything right now, just the momentum that's still going is 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 going to wreck this planet, and again, uh, to the bad messaging too, um, and then too also for uh, the message for the people who got the message, just people are just stupid. But uh, people were pointing to the global warming forever right. and how it's not exactly going to get warmer everywhere, and it's not going to get like super hot. I mean, you are going to have these uh, like the Middle East is not going to be inhabitable. You know, it's already, it already gets to one twenty five. Once you're getting to one thirty and stuff like that. People literally can't go outside, which is one of the reasons why they're building that long, narrow city with, uh, and these other structures in the Middle East. Because basically, outside of being on the plateau, which is I got a higher uh, altitude and cooler, you're going to be fucked if you're there. But they're uh, what they call light bulb moments, what you're going to have in the south where uh, it's the humidity and dew point and the heat are all above, like, uh, I think, 88% or uh, 88 and um. Once you get to that point, the evaporation of water on your body, uh, it can't sustain because it's so humid and you literally just kind of boil, you know what I mean? <laughs> so it's going to be more of these events. So we're, 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 we already have walked ourselves down this road. So to continue to keep doing this and for Biden to just capitulate to them and act like nothing's going on, it's just, it's a sad state of affairs that we can't even give a fuck about our, it's it sounds corny, but our kids and the planet and what's going on. That's one of the I I hate what goes on with rich people and poor people in the United States and other countries and black and white and men and women and straight and gay. But there is a point that you can understand it just because people have conflict. This whole thing with the with the environment and the dirty water and air, I re- I've never understood that. I, I'm because it doesn't help anybody. And there's a million other ways to get rich, you it, know? Well, but it helps certain greedy people in the short term, and they often don't care about the long term. Um, but it's just, it's it's so yeah. sad to me. I, I, I get that part of it, but uh, I really I really wish like, they could sit down and talk to some of these people. Like I mean, like maybe the, it's a Fox News thing over there, too, to where they're kind of got their head down, and we can have a fiduciary responsibility to our shareholders, and we're just down the rabbit hole, and I'm 72, and I've got a right. young granddaughter who I have confidence that they're good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, I, it's for and, probably and, a lot of that, too. But it's also... Uh, I got the expression from one of those dis- demotivational posters, but no single raindrop believes they're responsible for the flood. Yeah. So, you yeah. Know, okay, well, everyone else should be doing the right thing, but here's profit in front of me. Here's my short-term goal. It'll, go, it'll all get sorted that's, out. That's a really and, good point. Yeah. So kicking the can down the road and, and, really and blaming the other guys is, is, is the, the thing to do. Um, and I, 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 I'm baffled. Like, I'm 51 years old and I don't have kids. Yeah. So I think I'll be punched out before... It gets too bad. Maybe wrong. I don't who, know. Who knows, dude? I'm telling you. I mean, Katrina was uh, at this point what 18 years ago, and then you yeah. got uh, you got with the way the weather is now. I mean, it just this is one of the snowiest days we've had. It's not super snowy outside, by the way. It's still right. ain't old school. 
We Cleveland basically did not have shit. a winter, like you said before. But yeah, we didn't even have a winter. And, and the thing that's so sad is like, and I hate snow, and I hate the cold. But the amount of people I keep running into it, man, this is so great. And if this is global warming, this is awesome. And it's like, that. that is so, it's like your wife bringing home like constant whores and shit like that. And you just like, yeah, this is great. Yeah, it, yeah if you're short-sighted and stupid and very. <laughs> well, I, I, I've said this somewhat joking, but somewhat seriously. A place like Cleveland could benefit from this. I mean, if, if if Phoenix, Arizona becomes uninhabitable... Yeah, but at the same time, if so much of the world is... I mean, if, if it gets to the point to where we become, like... Our climate becomes more Tennessee, Georgia, you know, if it becomes that, then the Arctic is melted. So there is no Florida. There is no New York. There, you know what I mean? So, yeah. it, so it wouldn't even make a... It wouldn't even be good like Cleveland benefiting because we'd be in this soup of just... Because the other thing is, too, even if you let these cities go underwater, just the infrastructure we have with uh, waste and nuclear stuff, which we'll get to that, and just... It's just... It's over 50% of the world's population lives on the coast. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and, and I think the highest point in Florida is less than 20 feet above sea level. Yeah. So... And most of it's pretty much at sea level. Yeah, it's mostly flat and Everglades, and, shit and like that. Yeah, yeah. and I, I, what, the point I made about Cleveland is like it's mostly just joking, but the, the destabilization of all these other places becoming uninhabitable would negate any po- positive of a, of a longer growing season yeah. in greater Ohio. Um, they but, do say that the Midwest is the, is the place to be in climate change. That 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 is what the all under the ocean and it's not super hot. Yeah, and, and for now we've got you know fresh water. You know what I mean. And so, um, and with a lot of the milt, you know, yeah, well, we, we, we still, it's because if anything, they said the like Great Lakes are going to rise, but, uh, you know, knowing our ability to s- fuck up water supplies. I mean, that's one of the things that's going on in California with the, uh, um, they call the, it the oceanic, or what do they call it? No, the, um, atmospheric rivers. Yeah. Atmospheric oceanic. Yeah. At, well, so I spent a bunch of time in Southern California. Okay. And while I was out there. Um, they were in severe drought. I was there, and the last time I was there was 2014. Yeah. And the drought was crazy. From I'm, 2000, yeah, they, they've said this has been... Like, because they were already in drought, but since 2000, it's... But yeah, what you said, it, severe it, drought. It yeah. was... And so I actually download... I'm, I'm obsessed with droughts and water. Just, I don't know why. And I actually downloaded a drought map from California from 2018 and from a couple months ago. And all this rain has drastically shifted the state of droughts in the state of California. Yeah. So it's gotten better, and now people have lost homes, people have lost lives. Yeah. It's not. It's not without consequence. Um, the quite and the big thing, and this is, you know, something you don't think about when you live in Cleveland, but they depend so much on the snowpack in their mountains because yeah. in the summer that melts and that feeds their reservoirs. Yeah. Um, and you know, we, uh, Steve and I talked on the show about Lake Mead and how Lake Mead in in Nevada slash I think it's on the border of California and Nevada. Yeah. You know, it was down like 20 feet. This is a massive body of water. Yeah, you know how much Mead, 20 feet of Lake Mead is? Yeah, Mead and Powell. Those are both on the Colorado. Because that's what they were saying. Even with all this rain that California is getting, the Colorado, uh, it's still grossly underserved. And even though there's more snowpack in Utah that feeds that river, we still don't know exactly how uh, well that's going to be. And another problem they were saying, too, in California, a lot of those reservoirs are to the point to where now they have to bleed them because they're, they're, the, they're at their level. And a lot of that water, uh, people were talking about, they should have more reservoirs because now it's to the point to where a lot of this shit that's in, especially Southern California, is just uh, getting funneled into the L.A. River, which goes out into the ocean. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, that was, when I was there, that was the tragic part is we had a few really serious rainstorms when I was there. And just watching rivers of water crashing into the ocean going, well, that didn't do us any good. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> like it's like I'm glad they have reservoirs, but they should have a shit ton more or or if or the diversion ha- I don't know how maybe this would be too long to dig it, but uh divert that into some uh tributaries that go into the Colorado. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I I don't know what the right thing to do is. I just know there's so many states involved and so many pieces in place that the likelihood of anything good happening is pretty small. Like the governments would need to coordinate. They would yeah. actually have to worry about the people. They might even have to raise taxes or, or, or do things that, you know, well, one of the big things too is, uh, I don't think a lot of people realize like, uh, 
as much water as people consume, it's very minuscule. Agriculture sucks up a shitload of water. Yeah. And one of the one of the, they point to a couple crops that are just stupid in California. One almonds, is the almonds. Right. But I, I and, always uh, question that though. Because when they say how much, how you calculate how much it takes to make a pound of almonds, how much water it takes to make a pound of almonds, do you calculate that based on from a tree being a seed to growing into a tree and all that before it finally produces something? Yeah. Because once the tree is there, then it's probably not as gross and dirty. Well, your key word is probably. Yeah, we, I, we, I don't know. We, we, I don't, we know. don't know. And, and uh, I do get that. But here's, here's one of the things and what I've talked about on this podcast before. If we, just, if we just enforce laws, one of the things is we don't know how much water that these people use. They don't calculate that. It's it's that's one of the things that people are talking about. If we could actually not not even telling them how much you know how like when people mm-hmm. say before you go on a diet or get your finances uh, secure, like don't even try to change anything. Just document what you're doing. If we could just do that. Another thing, not not just almonds, but there's this type of um, I forget what it's like a hay alfalfa thing, but it's okay. basically grown for cattle. Okay. And and that's a substantial amount, like up there, like almond type numbers of, of water that that this crop needs to feed um, cattle. And that's what a lot of people talk about with global warming. Like uh, actually our consumption of meat is a bigger driver of climate change than automobiles. I've heard that argument made, and it may be, may well be true. No, it uh, is true. This isn't like okay. a maybe. You know what I mean? It, it is true. I, people don't realize the amount of, and even people who are. This is again something I think you could uh, unite conservatives and uh, Democrats on, because this is why a lot of conservatives hunt and things like that. Because factory farms are gross. Oh yeah. And, and the amount of piss, shit, and blood that they have to process, which by the way, they don't. They're, they have a lot of these pools yeah. where it just collects I mean, and then it seeps lagoons. into yeah <laughs> it seeps in the groundwater. They deal with this in the Carolinas because they have most of the pig farms yep. out there, and they basically spray this shit to uh, dissipate it over fields. And of course, these are in poor areas. Of that effect, guess who? And uh, so again, a lot of this stuff kind of is just um, is just uh, a system that uh, is just connected like- and pulling itself down. And it's swept under the rug, right? Yeah. What you're talking about now is a, a perfect example. I, I've also lived in North Carolina, and we the church. I also used to go to church, and the church I was in, we raised money for some community in rural North Carolina, yeah. and it was like the poorest county in the state, and a lot of it was because all their water was contaminated because yep. of farming practices, and yep. and uh, you know, but me sitting there in my you know, nice apartment in Raleigh, North Carolina. I didn't feel a bit of that pain. Yeah, it's, it's all um, compartmentalized. The, the mouth of the the delta of the Mississippi, like right there in the Atlantic, is supposed to have one of the biggest dead zones because of all of the agricultural waste that comes down to Mississippi from all the farming. You and know again, what I mean? no single raindrop is responsible for the fl- or believes responsible for the yeah. flood. So the guy dumping shit into the water in Minnesota that's eventually finding its way down to. Uh, you know, yeah, Arkansas, Louisiana, yeah. yeah. And I threw in Minnesota as a uh, as a lead-in because yeah. you also brought up a nuclear plant in Minnesota that I don't know anything about. So yeah, I put this on you. This is all surface level, so I I, I apologize to That's the fine. Uh, listeners. But basically, uh, we just found out that there's a nuclear plant that's on the Mississippi River uh, in Minnesota. And it uh, released over 400,000 gallons of radioactive water into the um, environment. Now, not only did this happen months ago, this happened, I believe, in either December or January. And we're just not finding out about it. But uh, now they're telling us uh, also that it, it didn't get into the river water. Oh, good. Well, good. So we don't worry about that now. So, I feel much so we're fine. But but again, this this is um, <laughs> and it's safe to go swimming in East Palestine, oh, oh, yeah. Ohio. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. That's why I was just about to say the East Palestine, Ohio thing. Again, this is a case of a big company getting to do whatever it wants to, getting to basically poison people. Nobody's going to jail for this. You know what I mean? I mean, maybe if they pro- doubt, if, no. if they prosecute this, but I'm, I'm just giving them the benefit of the doubt. But the fact that we just found this out, and then it makes you think, of well, what other environmental things that go on that we have no idea? I mean, let alone just the shit that's on the books. 
And I mean, I I'm not for nuclear. I know a lot of people are, and, and realistically, that might be our only way to scale our way out of this if we got serious about zero emissions, because that's the only way. But mo that's always been one of my problems with nuclear. Is for me, to me, it feels like killing the ant with a sledgehammer. The the amount of money and and just resources and power that you have to put into that to not only dig up the uranium and like refine it and uh nuclear never makes money it's always a subsidized uh business just because of it's it's not it's 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 not going to be profitable to that point and then we still don't know where to put the spent fuel all, all the that's, spent that's fuel the big thing. is 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 still stored at all of the nuclear plants so we still don't and the half life of this shit is like twenty five thousand years. What yeah. the fuck, dude? Like, like it's it's literally how we get in debt and kick it down to our kids. It just doesn't seem fair for this energy that's already spent and used up, and that there's so many other sources of energy. Now they did crack this thing with fusion, and uh, we did. Uh, we, <laughs> Sci you and I personally, <laughs> scientists uh, found a way. Uh, to I think and it, it it lasted for like you know like fractions of a second this this nuclear fusion experiment that they just did but they proved that it was possible and they're going to keep uh, at that but still they said that's still twenty or thirty years down the road you know what the, I mean the only thing about that about what you said is I and when we're talking about AI in a minute whatever we're seeing I've heard this from multiple people and sources that I think are probably telling the truth that what we see as civilians is two or three generations from what... Oh, the next that actually, yeah. 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 And, and so, I believe that. And so maybe there is a, a, a solution out there that, um, you know, kicks in and we didn't know it was coming. Maybe. I, yeah. That, maybe that's way overly optimistic, but um, you also brought up uh, artificial intelligence and the fears that come from that. Yeah. So if the, ra if the, if the radiation doesn't kill us and the environment <laughs> doesn't kill us, <laughs> is Skynet coming here? <laughs> because... Robots. Well, I mean, I, I don't, I don't think it necessarily would be that. I think uh, one of the things I've talked to people uh, about the pandemic, and just the things that happened around that. Whatever happens, uh, whether it be uh, uh, asteroid or earthquake or another pandemic, or just another thing that uh, just happened, there was a mass corona ejection that we just missed uh, what? here. Um, these things that happen uh, on the sun, where uh, oh, okay. where it e emits a, a, a large amount of uh, radiation and it hits the Earth. The last time this happened was, I think it was the 1860s or 70s. And back then, the only electrical infrastructure we had was telegraphs, and they all got fried and shit like that. Okay. But they said, whenever that happens again, we're going to be dead in the water for a while because it'll fry every satellite. It'll fry every electrical... like we'll, Like, anything that isn't underground... Which, if you want to get into conspiracy theories, while well, we have a lot of underground bunkers and shit like that, but anything that isn't underground, what we're, we're gonna be fucked with. So, um, yeah. But basically, any of these things that happen, I don't even think that's gonna be necessarily the thing that brings us down. I think it's our bickering and our tribalism and all that that's gonna like, like collapse yeah. the system because that's what I learned <laughs> with COVID. It was. It's not necessarily gonna be the disease. It's gonna be. The conspiracy theories, because if it is a coronal mass ejection that happens, you know how many people was, uh, no, that was the government, no, that was Russia, no, that was China. You know what I mean? Yeah, we well, wouldn't we, even be able to let, agree let, with what happened. Let, let's, let, let's not dismiss like large-scale war between China, Taiwan, between with Russia and Ukraine. Yes, yes. A, a U.S. drone just got taken out by a Russian jet. Yes. I would love to know how this is getting spun in Russia. Is it you know, we yeah. successfully shot down an enemy craft? Or is it the Americans attacked our jet? Um, yeah, plus this could be very golf of Tonkin shit because they were they were stirring up shit with China too. That general who said we're going to be at war with China by 2025. I think they're really pushing this. And and probably proxy war unless you get, which we're kind of already doing with Ukraine. Yeah. But I mean... Um, and most of the Middle East. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, to your point of the AI thing, a lot of it... What they're saying China's already doing is a lot of cyber shit. There, what, what? It was a power plant that grid went down that they said was probably uh, hacking, but they, you know, they couldn't. In China or here? No, here. Okay. And they said it was the Chinese. You know what I mean? And it's gonna be they. So it's gonna be a lot of that type of shit. Look, I, I have a lot of conversations with right wingers, and um, and 
they always try to push on me like, oh, you think China's the innocent? I'm like, you've never no, heard me say that once. No, you've never heard all. me say anything other than not be very, all. I mean, because at least we pretend to care about human rights. Yeah. China doesn't bother pretending. Yeah. And, and I don't and, think they're necessarily that evil, but my, 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 uh, Olive branches that I'll extend to them is just they've dug they dug themselves up to be a first world power within a generation. You True. know what I mean? True. And they're uh they're yeah, they're probably the long yeah, they're the longest country lasting that we have. I mean, you got your Egypts and your Greece, but Egypt now is don't get let me get into black history. It's it's right. Arab people now, not Africans, so it's not exactly the Kemet that it used to be. And then uh, you got like uh, Greece, which doesn't go back as far as China does. But either way, China's an old society. They 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 can have a very been there done that <laughs> when it comes True. to just the world. And I think what's happened, you know, like how people said um, the 19th century was the British Empire, the 20th century was the American Empire. Now it's going to be. Uh, you know, yes, yes, and I, I just think it's a natural progression, and with the world being uh, Western, aka um, just white and uh, not just white, but European and uh, Christian, I think they're just kind of jockeying themselves to not be under that thumb, which means that they will be the dominant culture. You know what I mean? Yep. I don't think it's right. I just always do point to as evil as they are, they don't lock up as many people as we do. They don't, they don't not nearly. No, no, they don't. <laughs> they, they, they don't, uh, they don't, all, all this shit that our CIA does and all these other countries, yeah, yes, they're fucked up to Taiwan and all these other people, but still, the scale that what America does, it's, it's yeah, nobody comes close to us. The, the point we just was, have we have great PR, dude. Oh, we, 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 <laughs> we have we, awesome we, we, PR. We also, we also, we also um, but in terms of what I was talking about, just you know, not caring about humanity, they're willing to willingness to put people in factory conditions that I would not mean, fly yeah. in the U.S. Yeah, I mean, yeah. as as fucked up as we are, you. We don't have twelve-year-olds sewing sneakers together. So yeah, we, yeah, so we, yeah. So it's we, not as flagrant. Yeah, so, they, we, yeah. so we export that responsibility to someone else and like trying to just turn our head and pretend it's not happening. I I've protested Nike for not protested, but I've refused to buy Nike products for decades. And uh, my ultimate example of how bad, but that they're is, based in Portland. It's right, an American right, right, company, right, right? Well, Carl Malone, who I have huge issues with because he knocked up a thirteen-year-old when he was in college. Um, different story. Look up the Demetrius Bell story. I used to be a Carmelo oh, fan. Oh, I know that story okay. about okay. Carmelo. I used to be because somebody fan. just brought it up again, and he was like, he got really mad, and he refused to talk about but it. But he refused to take money from Nike. That guy, yeah, <laughs> wouldn't take money from Nike. That shows you how scummy they are. That Carl Malone would say, "I don't want your yeah, money because yeah, it's too dirty yeah, for me." He, he, yeah, you, you fucked with his morals as this child, Ex exactly. this child fucker. But the other thing of it too, and this is one of those things, the drop in the bucket you're talking about, like every every piece of clothing we have on. Oh no doubt, I'm. I, I, I would bet you I'm wearing the, the Philippine Chinese or the or, microphone we're talking into. The, I, 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 happen, know, I like, happen to know it came from China. I bought it through, uh, I forget what, Wish, I think, was a, like, this yeah. setup is pretty nice. Yeah. And, and if I paid full price at Guitar Center for what we have in here, we'd be in the thousands of dollars. Yeah. I think I spent 250 yeah. on this whole, the board was different. But anyway. All right, we're going to lay it on time. And I do uh, Yeah, sorry. I'm, no, I'm no, sorry no, I'm bouncing. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's I got a Red Bull in my blank. Red, red Bull. <laughs> you want to talk about the Oscars or no? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So I, I, I didn't watch. All I saw was the clips, man. I didn't watch any of it, and I didn't see any of the movies that were nominated. Yeah, this so was I, so, I, like... I, I've lost my passion for the... I, mean, I used to think it was cool to see... I used win. to love the I used to love the Oscars. That used to be the one um, award show that I thought had merit. It was the one... Because the thing that I always hated about the Grammys was uh, the Grammys was based off of record sales and just superficial sure. things. And as anybody who's a, a nerd of music knows that the most popular music tends to not be the best music. I mean, a lot of times, sure. yeah, you'll have these great artists that have great singles. But a lot of times, if you want to go down some of the greatest albums of all times, I mean, some of them, you got your Michael Jacksons and stuff in there too, but you got your other artists that don't so 
I never looked at the Grammys as being like a bellwether of what great um, music music is. is. But when it came to movies, it just seemed a lot more genuine. And then, of course, you kind of peel back a veil and you see how like you got to sign up for these Oscar um, uh, committee type things to even have your movie uh, to be even thought about to be nominated. Uh, some years back, it came out that some of the people on the board, they admitted they don't even watch all the movies or they don't watch them all the way through. And it's just just like everything else. It's like a Santa Claus moment. It just gets ruined just because this whole fantasy that I fell for. for. And then I even read this this quote from back in the day. Uh, I think I don't know if it was Goldwyn Mayer, but one of the old... Uh, founders of Hollywood and they were talking about how uh, one of the ways that they kind of helped uh, the machine to keep going is he said something very sarcastic like I, I just gave them shiny things to at, at the <laughs> end of every year to you know to to keep them self-congratulatory and keep them just you know running oh, okay. on the wheel of of you know of the movie studios because that's one of the reasons why uh, you got this Screen Actors Guild um uh, because uh, the way they had it, what do you call it? How uh, Apple does it? The way you stack the uh, thing? They they own every monopolize. Uh, no, yeah yeah yeah. But it's another word for it. But but yeah, you create an interdependency on your product. So if you want this, right you to, okay. right. So the studios own every part from the making of the movie to the to the theaters and all to this. Be the key grip and, and, and and all this and and, and it was kind of like. Uh, being on a team, you couldn't necessarily go to another studio if you're, you know what I mean. Sure. So this is where a lot of um, of the unions even came for that for for actors. You know what I mean? Just because this business can be very ruthless. You know what I mean? And so uh, the Oscars just don't hold as much weight as they used to to me. You know. And and last year, obviously, everything was dominated by Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. And this year was a ton of jokes about Will Smith slapping Chris. Rock. I did see some of Kimmel's uh, monologue. It was like it was nice. I liked it. I mean, Jimmy Kimmel's a funny guy. He's a stand-up yeah. talk show host for a reason. Um, the, the 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 one controversial thing was Angela Bassett, who was nominated for Best Actress for What Kind I of Forever, that, did not yeah. win. Yeah, and it, when Jamie Lee Curtis was announced as the winner, she did not stand up and clap, and everyone was like, "Oh!" and and people took sides. Like, yeah. And to me, it's that's manufactured outrage. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I, I didn't see either of the movies. I will say this, that if you're in a movie that is an action, you know, Marvel Universe movie, yeah. your likelihood of getting rewarded for your acting is pretty slim. Yeah, that's it, another reason I don't like the Oscars as a comedian. They, they don't take comedy seriously. You know what I mean? There's no category for that. And what a lot of people bring up who get into animation, especially if you get into anime, is like this this world isn't as juvenile as they portray it and you don't have anything for that either. So yeah, I, I do get what you're saying about about she could have uh tampered her expectation for that because it's like this this dude it's Wakanda forever. Like Well and and, and I mean part of it is sort of what you were saying before though. There's a looking down their noses at the you know, this is comic book stuff, not yeah. we're serious actors. Right. I, I, I get shit for my being a fanboy of Joe Rogan, yeah, but I am, and and I, I love him calling out Hollywood. I mean, yeah. the the reason I became a fan is I heard him just destroying Sean Penn over Sean Penn's remark to ironically Chris Rock. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, when Chris Rock was <laughs> Jude Law's a very good actor. Yeah. And I was like, shut the fuck. I mean, Joe Rogan went on a rant, and that's how I first got. But even to him. even a pushback against Rogan with that, uh, I've heard another comedian talk about this. It's like. They all work in that ecosystem. Right. It's just you're you're in different pockets of it. I mean, it's like, dude, you're literally the biggest podcaster in the world. Stop acting True. like you're not. True. Because I, I yeah, everybody goes. So somebody was. I heard Jessel Nick talk about that with Chappelle and how Chappelle was like, you know, it shouldn't be this hard to tell jokes. And then Jessel Nick's like, well, I mean, you should get some pushback. He's like, you're the best and most successful stand-up comedian out now you think there's not going to be any you think everything's just going to go your way like yeah, you, you no, know what fair. i mean that's there, right there, that but, but, the but level joe, of... joe rogan's comment in the bit that i was just talking about wasn't even a comedy bit it was on his on his podcast yeah, yeah. before he I, I, heard, I heard was, that yeah. you know, he's like i live in a very real world of stand-up yeah. comedy yeah and, and he said mixed martial arts fighting as well but like if you get in a cage you're someone's gonna try to knock your fucking head off right when you go tell jokes 
People laugh or you don't. No one's yeah. coddling you as a comic. Right. You and yeah, I can yeah, both attest yeah. to that. Trust, trust me, yeah, I know. And, and yeah, actors can be, yeah. Very, and and they're so self-important yes. and, and just like, come yes. the fuck on. Yes. Um, and having said that, I've always liked Jamie Lee Curtis. I mean, I think she might have been the first boobs. I said, no, she wasn't. Those but, are some of the best titties that ever existed, dude. That should also be an Oscar. Oh my god! Best titties in a. See, I think it. it well, I think it was trading places. It was. It was trading titties. places. Oh yep, yep. my god! And dude. that was a that was kind of you know a movie was out when I was a kid, so it was like one of the first movies where like, oh, interesting. Um, so I'm sorry. If y'all can see my face, just just the most beautiful, objectively beautiful titties <laughs> in Hollywood, dude. Like, oh, yeah. I've, I've seen some other good titties, but, like, and, and this is, like, this is, like, 80s, so she, that couldn't have been work. Like, that's gotta be, like, factory uh, no, titties. No, I think, I think those, those are, those are real. But, yeah, that's uh, what I'm saying. That, that's, that, that's, that's, that's we, the we factory totally, model, dude. We totally, derailed this. Now we're talking the, about Jane. No, no, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but, uh, so, yeah, that, and then speaking of tribal and Wakanda forever, blah, blah, blah. Uh, yes, black people, we, we always get on the whole, uh, like, why didn't we win? And we were all kind of feeling Angela Bass's pain. But and then on the other end of it, you have a different sect of black people who are like, you know, can we please stop seeking white validation? Like, this happens every year that black people galvanize around something like, this is the best thing ever. And then we go to the thing and then they lose. And then we do the whole, we're not going to go watch this anymore because you guys don't treat us fair. And then just rinse and repeat. Then the next year, there's some great movie. Or, or they win, but they just slap the shit out of the host <laughs> <laughs> that speech that will smith gave he fucked everybody in there except he said something about everybody except chris right that was the phoniest shit thank you and serena and venus and their father and this are and i'm passionate and the janitor and the guy and just everybody <laughs> except the dude you just, just slapped <laughs> All right. On that note, we're gonna have to wrap this up. I'm you sorry. Have, no, I was kind of everywhere on this one. Do you have anything to promote? Uh, yeah. Just go to my website www.johnarmstrongcomedian.com. Uh, I got a couple things today, but of course that'll be over by the time this comes out. But I will. We're publishing this now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, uh, right, anyway. I, I'll uh, be at Silks tonight in uh, Maple Heights. I will be at Dunlap's on Friday, which uh, Ramon Rivas and Tanea oh, Timmons nice. run that room. Uh, I'll also be at Imposters Friday before I stop in the Dunlap's. And uh, you can catch me next week at the Crowdwork Show with Drew Miller at Cuyahoga Falls. John Armstrong, com com comedian or comedy? Comedian. JohnArmstrongComedian.com. Check it out. We are at Whiskey Congress on Instagram and Twitter, and we're done. Mm.